You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 63, 10 Brutal Truths That You Need to Know About. Let's go. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstance and demand change for the better for yourself. I am your host, Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I got a lot of truth for you, truths for you today that I want you to listen in on. Before I do that, though, I want to thank you for all of you who have tuned in, who for all of you who have clicked play, for all of you who have downloaded. I want to thank you because I understand that time is the most valuable thing that we have on this earth. And the mere fact that you are allowing me to be in your life, even for a brief moment, I am so grateful. I show so much gratitude for that because, again, time is extremely valuable. If you are on the hills of Beirut, if you are in Bangladesh, if you are in France or you are in Fredericton, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to be in your life for a very brief moment. There are a lot of facts, a lot of truths that we all need to come to in this world. We all know that life is not fair. That's a truth right there. Life is not fair. And once you come to the realization with this truth and a number of other truths, it's going to have you, it's going to allow you to navigate through life a little bit more clearer. Because once you are able to understand that truth, you can step on it and say, okay, how do I make my life better knowing that this truth is out there? How do I make my life more productive knowing that there's certain boundaries that I got to step through and step around to get through to all my goals and all my dreams? Once you understand these truths and accept them for truths, you are able to navigate and move your life into the direction that you want it to go into. So again, life is not fair. We know life is not fair. So how are you going to battle it? How are you going to step through that? Now, that's not one of the truths I want to talk about today. But again, as I'm speaking to you, it just came to my head. Life is not fair. How do we navigate through that to make things so we can live the best life we can knowing that life is not fair? Right. So I want to share with you 10 brutal truths, 10 brutal truths. And you know what? As I was making this list, I came up with more than 10. So I think this is going to be a double podcast episode, meaning rather than making this a real long episode, I think I will cut it in half and I'll give you 10 and then I'll come back with another episode next week with a remaining number of brutal truths. But it's important for all of us to understand these brutal truths because once we get through understanding them, then we can figure out how we're going to navigate through our own life. This is the first brutal truth that you need to know. No one is coming to save you. No one is ever coming to save you. What does that mean exactly? That means in any situation that you might be in, whether you are in a financial struggle, whether you are in some type of physical struggle, whether you have gained a ton of weight and you don't know how to take it off, whether you are in a job, a dead-end job that you don't like, whether you are in a situation where you are in an argument with somebody and you don't know how to get out of it, what I'm saying to you 
is that there is no one who is going to save you. There is no Superman who's going to bail you out of that situation. There is nobody that's going to come along like Daddy Warbucks in, uh, I think it's uh, Richie Rich, who's going to come along and give you a whole bunch of money like in Annie, how Annie was lucky enough to, in the movie Annie, how she was lucky enough to get adopted by uh, somebody who's rich. That situation is not going to happen. No one is going to save you. Once you understand that, once you realize that, you are able to navigate your life in the way you need to, to make it work for you. Last year sometime, I had a cousin, I've talked about her before, Karen Fagan, who passed away from cancer. And while she was in the hospital, before she passed away, I got an opportunity to spend a lot of time with her. And I remember sitting back and just kind of watching her and thinking about the fact that she was lying here and the doctors who are skilled to have the the abilities to to save people when it comes to certain situations this point in time doctors do not have the ability to save somebody from cancer because as of right now there is no cure that we know of to cancer and so as karen lied there in the cancer ward there was times that i would go in there and i would hear families crying and that was an indication that their family member who was in the hospital had passed away. And as I watched my cousin Karen and I tried to speak words of life into her to lift her spirits, in the back of my mind, I knew that her day was coming sooner than later. Basically, I understood that nobody was coming to save her. And based on that, in my opinion, she or anyone else in that circumstance who has been diagnosed with any type of terminally ill disease, what that means is you have to live your life to the fullest. Even on your deathbed, even in the last moments, whatever you are capable of doing, whether you want to be surrounded by your loved ones, whether you want to listen to your favorite uh, a song, whether you want to watch your favorite TV show, you want to eat that food that you've always wanted to eat, but it's been fatty when you're in that last moment, you lived the best life that you can in every single second, every element of this life that you have, you have to live it the best that you can because ultimately nobody is going to save you. I was listening to Chris Gardner. If you know Chris Gardner, he is the Pursuit of Happiness, uh, the, the person who inspired the movie Pursuit of Happiness starring Will Smith. And in Chris Gardner's book, Start Where You Are, he shares a personal story where he was at the airport and he runs into an idol, someone that he had loved growing up, Mr. Muhammad Ali. And he says he goes over to Muhammad Ali and he is just ecstatic because here is someone that he's looked up to for years. And he wants to talk to Muhammad, but he doesn't know the words. They're just not coming out right. And so eventually he says hi. And then he says, Muhammad, I just got to ask you a question. Does anything scare you? And he says, Muhammad Ali stops at the airport and turns to him and says, absolutely. Right now, I have a terminally ill disease that nobody on this earth has a cure for. That's what scares me. But ultimately, I have to live a full life because I don't know how long I have. So again, 
a very good and clear indication that Muhammad Ali understood that nobody was coming to save him. So when you fully understand the brutal truth that no one is going to come save you in any circumstance, whether it be that you're ill, whether it be that you're living in a tough neighborhood, whether you are working at a job that you dislike, whether you are in a financial strain. No one is going to come along and give you $100. No one is just going to come along willfully and give you a brand new heart. Or has we don't even have the ability to take the cancer out of your body. There are things that just cannot happen right now. So in the end, understand that no one is going to save you. When you fully grasp that brutal idea, that brutal concept, you will start living the full life that you can under those circumstances. Number two, another brutal truth that you need to understand. You are going to die and you have no idea when. How different would our life be if we had a clock that was visible over our head that was counting down and over someone's head you can see it says 89 years, over someone else's head it says two days, someone else's head it says two minutes. How different would your life look? Now, because we don't have these clocks over our head, and maybe we do, but with our eyes, we just can't see them. We have to learn to live each moment like it matters. Every single day, you have to push forward towards your goals, towards your dreams, to make the things happen that you want to happen while you are here. The R&B singer Aaliyah, she had plans for tomorrow. The R&B rapper Lisa Lefty Lopez, she too had plans for tomorrow. The actor, Paul Walker, the doctor, the speaker, the pastor, Dr. Miles Monroe, they all had plans for tomorrow. So what I'm saying is go out there and make those plans happen because we just don't know when we are going to expire. If you're sitting around watching TV, playing on social media, wasting time saying, yeah, I'll get to it next year. I'll get to it in the next five years and you never get to it. You'll never you never really understand when your opportunities are going to end. So while you are here, while you are alive, while you are listening to this podcast, understand that today is the day that you start to act because you just don't know when you are going to die. I've talked about this point before and I'll continue to talk about it because it's something that we need to understand to its entirety because some people just continue to put things off and we have to continue to keep pushing forward. So because you just don't know when you're going to die, you have to make things happen and make them happen now. Keep working at your dreams. Even if it's a dream that's going to take a couple years from now, you got to start working on it today because you just don't know when your time is going to expire. Number three, everyone you love is going to die and you don't know when that's gonna happen. Now, just like related to number two, where I said you are going to die, number three is everyone around you, your loved ones are going to die and you don't know when. Again, that clock is not over our heads. So we have to come to the realization that one day all the people we love are going to die. Is it possible we may pass before them? Yeah, it's possible, but there could be a chance that they pass before you. 
So what I'm saying is this is a brutal truth that we have to recognize. And once we recognize it, we could start living our life accordingly. What does that mean? Well, because we know that one day the people around us are going to die, maybe we should start treating them with the respect that they deserve. Maybe we should start taking the time out to love on our families, to love on our our siblings, to love on our parents, to love on our spouses, to love on our children. It is easy to get caught up in life and work too hard and hustle and do all the things that we want to do for fun. However, you have people around you that would just love to spend a little extra time with you. Take advantage of that because we know one day they are going to die. I knew someone who their father was diagnosed with cancer and his father lived for about four years being diagnosed or having cancer until unfortunately he succumbed to the cancer, to the illness. Now, during those four years, this individual, this the person I knew, the son, he knew his father was eventually going to die because we know that when cancer gets to a certain stage, unfortunately, it has led, you know, it's, it's been proven that it has led to people passing away. That always doesn't have to be the case. But this is my point, that when you know someone has some type of disease that is known to be terminal, that's the time to spend with them, to love on them. What happened in this situation, this person was spending time with their loved one But ultimately, when that person passed, they didn't know how to get through it. They didn't know how to, I don't want to say get over it because you never really get over losing somebody. But my point is, is that even years later, the person passed and it's been two or three years later, that individual is acting like that person, their father passed away the night before. Now, I don't want to make it sound like I'm being insensitive because we all grieve in different times and in different manners. But what I'm saying is we have to have an understanding that the people around us are eventually going to die. As much as I love my parents, I know they're going to pass away one day. And because I know that, because that's a realization, I need to spend the time that I need to spend now to love on them and let them know how much I care. Because one day they are going to pass. Whether it be someone who passes away in a short period of time, love on them now. If it's someone who's diagnosed with an illness, love on them now. Love on them every single day until they pass. But understand that they are going to pass away. So make the best of their life with them while you still can. Number four. Material things will never make you happy. I'm going to say that one more time. Material things will never make you happy. Now, I know you're thinking, what are you talking about, Jeff? Having a million dollars makes me happy. Having that high-end sports car, that big mansion, it makes me happy. Sure, it's going to bring you some happiness, but ultimately, it's not going to bring you the the happiness that you really want to the core of your being. Money, having extra money, having that fast car, having that mansion, that's only an amplifier to who you truly are. If you are a great person, poor, you're going to be a great person while you're rich. If you are a miserable person or a greedy person while you are poor, you're going to be a greedy or miserable person while you are rich. Money is an amplifier. And when it's all said and done, material things will not make you happy. Having that fast car is cool for the moment, but when you look at the whole trajectory of your life, it's not the thing that brings happiness. It's the relationships with people that you love. That's what brings the happiness. 
So make that a priority in your life. Brutal truth number five, you cannot make everybody happy. I'm going to say that one more time. Number five, you cannot make everybody happy. Now, this is really timely. LeBron James, the basketball star LeBron James, just a couple weeks ago, opened up a school. And this school, man, I, I really got to commend this brother because he is doing some fabulous, fabulous things. LeBron James opened up a school where he is able to get education to people from his neighborhood who are living in marginalized areas. And so what he's doing is the parents of these children who will be going to the school, he has given them an opportunity to better their education themselves. He's also given them an opportunity to uh, get food from a food bank that's going to be out of the school. And then all these students are going to have their college paid for. Fabulous. Now, as good of a. Now, as amazing of a situation as that is, there are people who are hating on LeBron James. President Trump tweeted about LeBron James being dumb or something along those lines. And there was even a pastor who had some comments to say he wrote a blog post or some type of article talking about LeBron James and why, you know, is he really doing this to help people or is he doing this as a tax write off? You can't please everybody. In all the things that you're trying to do, there is no way that you're going to be able to please everybody out there. So in the end, do what you have to do for yourself, for your family, and for your friends. Make a change in your life, but do it for you. Because not everyone is going to be happy with the person you're going to become. Not everyone's going to be happy with the, the pieces that you're putting out into this world. Because ultimately, if you're trying to make everybody happy, you lose who you are. Number six, another brutal truth that you need to understand is that people are going to let you down, but that's okay. People are going to let you down. You can't always sit back and rely on people. Why? Because people will let you down. And that's going to happen time and time again in your life. And the truth of the matter is some people just don't have the capacity to give you a better level of themselves. You might be someone who is able to love on a 10. You're able to care for your friends on a level 10, but your friend is only able to love and care for you on a level six. Why is that? Maybe they grew up in a circumstance where they never understood love. Maybe they're a little self-centered. Maybe they're going through situations in their life and you just don't know what's going on. Maybe they suffer from depression. Maybe they have some anxiety. We just don't know what it is. A lot of those type of things don't really show themselves on the surface. So when you feel like you're giving someone love at a level of 10 and they're giving you love back at a level of six, you're going to feel like you've been let down. People are going to let you down, but that's okay. Love them exactly where they are with no disappointments, with no expectations. You love them at the level that you can love at and you accept love at the level that they give it at. Now, I'm not saying this as an excuse for a woman or a man to have their spouse treat them uh, as less than nothing. 
I'm not using this or, or telling you to use this as an excuse when you have someone who's playing you, but you love them so much, even though they're taking all your money and all your, your, your possessions, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is understand and recognize it for what it is. People are going to be people. People are going to let you down in certain situations. People are going to be, uh, uh, they're going to disappoint you. But what I'm saying is you keep it moving. Do not let that shake who you are. It is a brutal truth about life. It's a brutal truth about people. But do not allow that to change the person who you've become. Real quick, as I was doing some research in regards to these brutal truths, I came across this one that I'm talking about now that people are going to let you down. And the songwriter Ed Sheeran, y'all know Ed Sheeran. He has a song called Save Myself. Now, you might be saying, Jeff, that's a hit. I don't know. I, I just came across this song. I've been telling you, I haven't really been listening to a whole lot of music, but I came across this Ed Sheeran song and I'll quickly read some lyrics. I gave all my oxygen to people that could breathe. I gave away my money. Now you don't even speak. I drove miles and miles, but would you do the same for me? Offered off my shoulder just for you to cry upon. Gave you constant shelter and a bed to sleep on. Now there's a line from the chorus that says, And all the ones that love me, they just left me on the shelf. No farewell. So before I save someone else, I got to save myself. I got to save myself. Again, number six, people are going to let you down, but that's okay. You got to save yourself. My boy Ed Sharon says it best. You got to save yourself. Number seven, your actions speak louder than words. So again, one of the brutal truths that you need to know about life is that your actions are going to speak louder than words. So when you're telling the world that you're going to create this next book, when you're telling the world that you're going to create this app, when you're going to create this new game, when you're going to create this or you're going to create that and you haven't done anything and you have a record of showing that you haven't done anything, what does it say about you? Your actions speak louder than words. Go out there and create. Go out there and get involved. Open that charity. Get that charity started that you've been talking about that you want to open. You want to go out there and help women who are in shelters. You want to help children who are in the foster system. Go out there and do it. Stop talking about it. Go out there and be about it. Your actions, they speak louder than your words. Number eight. Your achievements don't matter when you're on your deathbed. Your achievements do not matter when you are lying on your deathbed. Again, I'm not saying that to give you an excuse not to go out there and try to achieve because we always want to try to achieve. We want to go out there and get our education. We want to get that raise. We want to get that promotion. There's a lot of things that we want to get for ourselves while we are here. But what I'm saying is in the end, your achievements were not are really not going to matter much when you're on your deathbed. You won't be thinking about your raise. You won't be thinking about your car. What you will be thinking about is your relationships. How did you leave this world? How did you make people feel when you walked away from them? These are the things that are going to ultimately matter when you are on your way out of this world in transition. Your relationships is what's going to matter most. So again, your achievements are not going to mean much when you're on the deathbed. So while you are alive and kicking and well and walking around and have the ability to speak and to call people and to text people and to reach out to people, do so. Let them know you love them. Let them know you care. Because 
when it's all said and done, those achievements that you've been trying to gun for, that you've been trying to get, and you've been selling people out for it, you've been cutting people off for it, they're not going to matter at the end of the day. Number nine, another brutal truth that you need to recognize is that your talents mean nothing without persistence and practice. What do you mean, Jeff? I'm talented. I'm a ball player. I am amazing. I don't have to practice much. Hey, what I'm saying to you is this. Your talents mean nothing without persistence and practice. I really do truly believe that there's a better basketball player out there than LeBron James, than Michael Jordan, than Kobe Bryant. At the core of that individual, there is a better basketball player out there. But for that person, they decided that they weren't going to be persistent at basketball. They decided that they weren't going to practice and become better. They focused on their talents. And at the end of the day, when the game was done, they walked away, sat on the couch and waited for the next game. There was no persistence. There was no love. There was no practice. And without those things, you will not accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. I truly do believe that there are some people in the world that are more talented than others, but they've decided to live in their parents' basement. They've decided not to get involved, not to work on that skill. For those of you who are basketball fans, you might remember some years ago, Allen Iverson, who was an amazing point guard in the NBA. There's a uh, situation that he got into. And if you go to YouTube and type in Iverson practice or Allen Iverson practice, it'll come up. There was a, a situation where Allen Iverson was getting reprimanded by his coach for not showing up to practice and giving his all. And so Iverson gives a famous speech where he's like, practice? You're talking about practice? Not the game, not the game, but practice? Because in that circumstance, his coach was like, you're not showing up to practice. We need you out to practice. And Iverson's like, practice? You're worried about me practicing? Really? Not the game. You're worried about me practicing? Yes, we are worried about you practicing because what you don't practice when it comes to the game, you won't produce. You won't be a great speaker unless you practice. You won't be a great author unless you practice. You won't be a great baseball player, a great CEO, a great doctor unless you put in the work. You have to be persistent and you have to practice. Your talent means nothing unless you're persistent and you practice. And number 10, nobody cares how difficult your life is. This is another brutal truth that you need to hear. Nobody cares how difficult your life is. Stop looking for sympathy. 90% of the people that you complain to, when someone complains, when you are complaining, 90% of the people who you are complaining to really don't care. They might say, oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. But once the conversation is over, I guarantee they don't even think about you again. 90% of the people who you are complaining to don't care. And the other 10% are listening so they can laugh at you once you walk away. And maybe there's another 1% that's maybe your mom. Like maybe your mom will listen to your, your problems. But what I'm saying is the majority of people who you are complaining to really don't care. So understand, nobody cares how difficult your life is. 
Why is that a brutal truth? Why do you need to understand that? Because once you realize that nobody cares that your life is, you have some difficulties going on in your life, it goes back to number one. No one is coming to save you. You can complain all you want, but understand that no one's going to come and save you. So when you complain to someone how difficult your life can be and what's going on in your life, some people will have some empathy for you. I'll have some empathy for you because this is the area that I'm in. I'm into self-development and self-improvement. But what I'm saying is when I walk away, I can't wave a magic wand and save you. You have to come along and save yourself. You have to make the changes for yourself. So again, number 10, nobody cares how difficult your life is and what you're going through. So ultimately it goes back to number one. That means that no one is coming to save you. So you have to save yourself. And that's 10 brutal truths, 10 brutal truths that you need to know to better your life. Once you understand these truths, these rules that we have to abide by in this world, you are able to use them to step forward. All right, good people, listen up. I want you to understand something about me. I am a firm believer in God. I'm a firm believer in the fact that God is able to make a way out of no way. I really am. But it's important for you and even for me to fully understand that we need to give God an opportunity to work with us. That means that we have to give God something to work with. If you are in a situation where you are in a financial restraint, if you have just lost your job and you don't know how you're going to pay your bills, we can sit there and we can pray and ask God to help us which I think is a fabulous thing to do, but we also have to give God something to work with, meaning that you gotta get off your butt and make change. You gotta put that resume together and start going out there and looking for jobs. When you start asking for jobs and start looking for jobs and handing out your resume, I truly believe that God will bless you at that point and open a door for you. If you start working on your budgeting, if you start changing your spending habits, I really believe that God will turn things around for you but you have to give God something to work with. There are some truths that we need to understand in our lives. And once we are able to step into these truths to understand them, they are brutal. Some of them are absolutely brutal truths, but we have to understand them. Once we understand them, again, that going back to the first one I talked about, the fact that life is not fair. Once you understand that you are able to navigate your life, if you understand that no one is coming to save you, that you have to step up and save yourself, then it's going to allow you to do the things that you need to do to make a better life for yourself. Keep pushing and striving at everything that you want to do. In life, there are always going to be some brutal truths, and I can read the 10 to you today and the 10 to you next week, but ultimately there's going to be brutal truths that you have to abide by throughout your life. In the end, you have to navigate through them so you can live the life that you were intended to live. All right, good people, I will see you at the top of the next episode with the next 10 brutal truths. Peace.